Welcome back to the Canatech Podcast. I'm with Alex Wilson with a company name I can't pronounce. Alex, what's your company name? It is Collabsion, like collaborative vision. All right. Well, I, I met you some time back and you're doing some interesting things at the grow level. So what's mm-hmm. what what line of work are you in? What what do you do? So we're a wireless consulting company. We design wireless networks for customers in a variety of different areas. It could be traditional Wi-Fi in a business, like an indoor grow operation, office, warehouse, whatever. And the other side of our our operations are wireless point-to-point, so the long-haul networks, which for some of these grow operations is kind of a requirement because they're out in the middle of nowhere, and maybe they don't have network connectivity options. There are no internet service. And so we can develop uh, point-to-point links that would allow them to get access to the internet wherever. No kidding. Boy, it sounds like something we could use here in rural Texas. I'm out, I'm out in the Texas Hill Country, and there, there's some gaps, let me tell you. Those are some of the areas that we do. You know, one of the areas that we do a lot of work with are wireless internet service providers who are providing internet in rural America all over the place. You know, And those gaps, they're, they're filling that gap that their traditional big-name companies, you know, your, your big telecoms and such, really aren't interested in because to them, you know, it's – they're, they're always looking at how many homes per mile. The reality is you're looking at how many miles per home. <laughs> it's yeah. not, you know, the exact opposite. And a lot of these grow industries, you know, they're, they are very, very remote. And, you know, they're very reliant on what I would call broken technology. So satellite internet, um, which, you know, is getting better with Starlink and other products. But there's obviously challenges. Uh, they rely a lot on cellular which is not known for high bandwidth, especially when you're out in the middle of nowhere. And so, you know, the grow industry is extremely reliant on technology to monitor and to maintain that level of quality that is required to pass regulation. And with that in mind, they need good technology. And, you know, 20 years ago, or, you know, even a few years ago, you could get away with, running down to Staples or Office Depot or whoever and, you know, buying some crud off the shelf and throwing it in your business and calling it a day because nobody was regulating you or nobody was really that concerned about it. And as, as things have changed, as, as it became legalized and, and so forth, now all of a sudden they have a whole different set of standards they have to follow and, you know, running down the street and getting your buddy, you know, to do the work for you and, and such doesn't cut it. Um, but some of these bigger operations were discovering that it just wasn't working and they weren't getting the signals. You know, they were losing connectivity to the, to the uh, monitors and plants and that became a major problem. So that's kind of how we got, we got roped into this, not in a bad way, uh, a couple of years ago when a grow facility kind of reached out to us and said, how do we get better? In fact, it was kind of funny. They reached out in a public forum and they were being very coy about it because obviously, you know, there's a lot of controversy still. <laughs> and, um, so we had a little sidebar conversation after we talked it through publicly for a little bit about their needs and, and their needs are no different than any other agricultural industry that is doing hydroponic aquaponics, things like that. They yeah. all have the same exact issues because they're, they're, you know, you're, you're putting a large number of plants 
into a very confined space. And when you open it up and there's nothing there, when you first build, it's wide open space. And somebody comes in and looks at it and goes, oh, yeah, you just need one access point in here and you'll be fine. Well, then all of a sudden the plants grow. And, you know, what we discovered was, and anybody who's been in the wireless industry knows that foliage is one of the enemies of wireless. And so we quickly discovered that as the plants grew denser and denser, the signal went completely out the door. And so we had to build that in, in mind. The challenge was we couldn't go in and do our normal methodology. Our normal method is we go into your facility we do real live testing and test your construction. We test your, your load in your facility, whether it's, you know, a warehouse full of metal parts or, you know, bags of potato chips or, you know, whatever crap is in this warehouse, you know, we're testing the real live content. Well, we couldn't do that because one, the facility didn't exist Two, back to the controversy. You can't get into these facilities without, you know, a lot of security and a lot of other things going on. So we had to kind of fake it to say the least. And we ended up actually setting up a test bed in the cornfield behind our office and using the cornfield as a hemp field, almost uh, corn and hemp, you know, close enough. Uh, you know, it's a thick, dense, very wet. You know, we didn't go out there in the fall when it was dry. We went out in the summer when it was fully wet and loaded. And so we placed our access points out there and we did our testing in the cornfield and developed a model that I have to say, you know, it worked great. Uh, everybody that's implemented that model has been extremely pleased and they're not getting any problems. Um, so anyhow, that, that's kind of our story of how yeah. we got into the cannabis industry. And, you know, we're still traditional wireless consulting in, in all industries, but this is becoming a niche that we're you know, we've got some expertise in and understanding and you don't have to be for it or against it or, you know, a user or not a user. It doesn't matter. I mean, it's, it's just a technology just like anything else. I mean, you know, like I said, we work in all sorts of environments and, you know, we don't always use their product, um, but you know, it, it, it's a business. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm catching what you're, uh, you're throwing. Um, this is interesting to me and our audience because we don't spend enough time at the the grow level, right? We we all kind of for whatever reason we get caught up at the uh, the retail level, exactly. In the technology, all, you know, we see that actually with a lot of other industries. It, it's what is when you're on the side where the customer sees it. When you're on that side where you know, and what drives it in, in a lot of times in the retail facilities is the customers as well as the employees themselves, because they want to have access to their devices and, you know, but again, where are the self, the retail, the retail facilities are typically in, in the town or in, you know, an urban area where they have good internet. And so they don't really give it that much thought or, you know, that they really don't have to, it just works. Um, Unfortunately, when they go to build the grow facilities, they kind of forget about it. You know, technology is always the last thing they think about. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and quite honestly, you know, with the schedules that a lot of these, and I'm sure a lot of these facilities understand these problems, supply chain has been a big issue for the last couple of years yeah. in the construction, you know, especially construction, but also technology, and it's not getting any better. 
so this has been an area that we've had to spend a lot of time with our clients and explaining if you want to build and you have a goal to have this thing operational in six months, that's fantastic. Just understand it's going to take two years to get your parts. Yeah. So you need to start, you know, maybe not two years, but you know, we've, we've had a lot of big customers who are purchasing from big names, you know, uh, technology from companies like Cisco and Aruba and Meraki, and they'll go to place their order today. They'll get a four to six month ETA. And then within a month or two, it suddenly is now a year. Yeah. And so that has to be planned for in this design, because if you're planning on going live in a year and you're not getting your product until it's been a year, you're going to have some challenges. Yeah. Uh, And so we've had a lot of companies that, you know, it's kind of funny. They, they throw a screaming hissy fit (laughs) and and, and it's hilarious to watch, you know, uh, you know, a senior executive pound their fist on the desk and, and scream, I want it now. And I'm like, fine, go to, go to office depot or home, you know, go down to the, you know, local, I can't say radio shack anymore because they're gone, <laughs> but you know, go to your local electronic store and um, buy a bunch off the shelf crap and prepare for it not to work. But that's all you're going to get right now. Um, if you want good product, if you want good integration, it's not going to happen overnight. And I wouldn't be surprised to see the industry take the same direction that some other industries have gone, like the energy industry and others, where the feds start to dig their fingers into it more and start to mandate what types of technology, what levels of encryption and and what levels of security, that's going to drive that commercial product over that consumer product, you know, when it comes to technology. And I'm working with a with a client right now in the energy sector that's facing that. And, you know, they, their policies in the past have been very loosey goosey as to how they did things. And they bought one power plant that happens to, you know, glow in the dark. And that suddenly threw them into a whole different realm of regulation, but it applies to everything now, not just the nuclear power plant, but their entire operation that kind of regulation is liable to hit the industry yeah. you know, over time. And so they should start preparing for that mindset of being more in line with proper technology. Yeah. Cool. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, final question. Um, will we see you uh, at some of the industry shows? Am I going to see you at MJ BizCon in, in uh, under a month? I am looking to get involved more in the industry industry that way um i haven't had a chance to because we've been so busy trying to get caught up on projects with clients that have just had you know they're just finally getting their parts now and yeah. uh, you know they're, they're knocking on our door going can we get this installed we've been like waiting for a year now um so yeah we're trying to uh we'd love to get involved more it's, it's an interesting industry yeah all right, Alex. Well, thanks for your time. Again, I, yeah. I leave the conversation richer with knowledge than I arrived. I appreciate you. <laughs> no problem. All right. Stay in touch. Take care. Have a great. Yep. Have a great day. All right.